0: um hi (laughs) welcome to the poetry balls podcast with Tola maconjola how art thou how is your life what are you currently doing are you reading are you on the toilet are you listening to this podcast on the toilet whatever you're currently indulging in i hope you are well um right so i went to a restaurant yesterday about four of us it was about 11 o'clock at night you know we had been out all day we had a good time it was was fun um anyway we got to this restaurant and you know a bit of a background i mean i i observed that middle eastern restaurants you know they work quite hard you know the, the staff they work quite hard Well, at least they work long hours. That's probably more apt, right? So, we got in there, and I think we had been to a bunch of other places just trying to get something to eat, but they're like, oh, our restaurant closes at 11, but we stopped serving food at 10, and it's 9.30, so sorry you're too late. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, we finally go to this Lebanese restaurant, and we get in. Yo, know, we waited for about twenty minutes to get sat because you know I think everyone in London was trying to find something to eat <laughs> past uh what, ten o'clock? <coughs> yeah, so we waited for about twenty minutes and then we we get a seat, about four of us, like I said. So we sit down and we're chatting, we're trying to decide what to eat. You know, the usual shit. Anyway, the waitress comes up, <laughs> and from right away we're like, oh boy, here we go. She Her, her attitude stinks to high heaven, which, again, she's probably been working since maybe 2 a.m., you know, she's been working all day. So, I empathize with the suffering, I don't, but I don't excuse the attitude. Right, so we try to place our order, and she's kind of rushing us. Um, She, I mean, when we finally, we're finally able to communicate our, our orders, you know, under this intense interrogation process, <laughs> she kind of takes the menus from us, and she kind of struts away. Um... Look, restaurants, they're restaurants. Oh, okay. So I'm going to speak to restaurants. And I'm going to speak to individual workers. Um, Life is hard enough. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, uh, yeah, that's evident, self-evident. And I can empathize with, you know, long hours and, fatigue I, I stand by this i don't think there's any excuse for poor service i don't know how you're gonna work that out in your mind speaking to the restaurants specifically right so i don't know whether you meet you need to you know give eight hour shifts to one person maybe eight to another so they're not under on due pressure to be nice to people. You know, it's hard to be nice to people, (laughs) apparently. Um, Especially when they're giving you money. You know, it's not as if we came there to, uh, we didn't beg for the food. You know, we're giving you a lot of money. And it was a a high bill as well. So that's quite irritating. But speaking to individual workers, you know, waitresses, waiters, you know, morons that wear, you know, scarves and aprons do your job properly, I don't give a shit, it's like, work, if you're gonna work, do what you're gonna do, grit your teeth, I know, yeah, it's like, oh, why are they been so slow, why are they uncertain, yeah, that's kind of what we were, yeah, we're customers, we came in, having a good time, we wanted to, we were uncertain, as a lot of people typically are, it's like, oh, do we, do, I, do I want that, should we do this? It's an experience, and we're paying for it. Don't rush us through the menu. don't snatch the <laughs> the menu from us like we're gripping it between our teeth or whatever it's like you no know, be civil be civil i don't I don't care about being yeah nice is you know it's a it's a nice it's a nice little frosting on the cake um Probably civil, you know. We're giving you money. I know you're tired, probably. You know, I'm even. This is all hypothetical. It's like I don't know whether you've been working all. You did She wasn't sweaty. Her hair was neat. You know, her nails were done. <laughs> she probably came in 20 minutes before. And she just has a really shitty attitude. I'm, I'm just. I guess I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but there is no excuse for poor service. I I can't stand it. Um, In fact, I think it's the one thing that can bring down an entire institution. Just It's the people, I mean, fundamentally. I mean, what are we talking about? You know, um, I remember I used to... When I used to go to work back in the day in a courthouse or fine's office whatever one of those two things and in the morning i would it's kind of like a very symbolic crossing in the road right so i would cross this particular road and on one side was starbucks and the other side was greg's now starbucks as we know quite expensive um (laughs) i'm not sure of the quality to be honest i I think it's crap to be honest but it's edible and it's there you know in the morning you're hungry he wants to eat you go to starbucks why not and you can't then you have a good time the other side you have gregs i have to say that when i went into this particular gregs the quality of the variety was there The quality smelt high. I was was intrigued. I was like, oh, wow, I would love to see what they've got. You know, place an order. (laughs) Anyway, I kind of take what I want from the counter or whatever. And I stand in line. And when I say the attempt. The attendant to the the cashier was giving each customer the dirtiest look that I've ever seen. I was I don't want to say I was frightened, but I was like, oh shit <laughs> I mean if she's doing this to fellow white people, I, I don't want to make this racial, but it's 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 funny, I'm gonna do it anyway. If she's going to give dirty looks to whites, you know, her fellow whites, what's she going to do to me? These looks were dirty. They were frighteningly, frighteningly, what? Frighteningly, okay. It was terribly frightening. And, uh, <laughs> I'm a poet who struggles with words. It's terrible. Um, but yeah uh i i literally put the item back on the counter and i walked out i didn't want to encounter that i don't care how good your food is it's hey hold on a second i hear something terrible in the background oh shit can't believe this a lorry literally just pulled up in front of my house all right one second let me just close the door Yeah, I had to close the the window thing. Literal lorry actually just pulled up. What a nightmare. Anyway, um what was I saying? So Greg's. Yes, yeah, so I pulled the item down and I walked out. I wasn't gonna it's like seven o'clock in the morning. Why are you giving me dirty looks for? I know your life is shit, but don't take <laughs> don't take it out on me. Everyone's lives are shit. It's fine. Just rise above it and yeah and i'm giving you money i'm not going to give you money in exchange for a dirty look it's not going to happen so that was that's an illustration right so i would go to the starbucks regularly because first of all um even though it was more expensive not as much variety quality wasn't as high the staff were really nice the stuff are really nice. It's like, oh, good morning. Thank you for giving me your money. You've made us really rich. Have a nice day. You know, they're civil, they're nice. I mean, and I'll eat the sandwich. I go, oh well, I, I know they're spitting this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like basic courtesy. So, going back to this restaurant that we went to yesterday, um no excuse for it, you know, if you're going to raise the quality of your, okay, here's here's my theory, the food doesn't have to be amazing, and I know that's outlandish to say, but it's true, I mean, the best food in my perspective, from my perspective, is homemade food, restaurant food is shit, you, you eat restaurant food because you can't be bothered to cook at home, right, so, i'm not expecting anything amazing when i eat outside just i'm paying literally for the convenience of someone else making my food the least you can do is be nice you know i'm gonna give you the money i'm not gonna run out without paying the bill you know hopefully uh, we don't have a shouting match you know i'm there to be served (laughs) literally right um I'm not I'm not there like I said for the quality of the food necessarily. Of course I don't expect terrible food, but I think you get the point. If you want to raise the quality of your food, that you have to have really nice members of staff. That's my theory. We went we've been I've been to a couple of restaurants recently where there was so pleasant that it elevated the quality of the food that's just yeah observably so i i didn't uh i wasn't blown away by the sauce or whatever you know who cares right it was edible it was but because they were so nice you know they were like oh you should try this recommend that how's your meal Thank you for coming. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, wow, that was, a, that was a great experience. That was a great meal. If you want to elevate the quality of your substandard food, <laughs> dear restaurants, um, you've got to have great staff. You've got you to gotta train them up to treat your customers properly. I don't care how good your food is, I'm not going to come back if your staff are obnoxious human beings, you know, so, um, that's just for the record. Um, Speaking of red flags, (laughs) I I don't know what to make of ankle bracelets, right? Um, I remember I got off the bus the other day and I saw this lady, I kind of sized her up, like I, I looked at her, Head all the way down, and I saw she had an ankle bracelet. And immediately, immediately I cringed. I was like, Oh, god, she's a dangerous human being. I don't don't know, I don't don't know why, to be honest. I don't know why that thought came to me. I didn't control it, I didn't manifest it. But I saw the ankle bracelet, I was like, Oh, no, no, You're, you're, you're a problem. (laughs) you're someone's problem I think we're all someone's problem to be fair but I think if you have an ankle bracelet then you're you're a special kind of problem and that's not to say that everyone that wears an ankle bracelet is indicative of 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 a potential uh psychopath however yeah you're more likely to be that if you have an angry bracelet i don't know what i'm talking about but it was kind of weird i just it just came to me i was like oh gosh like why just 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 avoid this person which is kind of weird because i mean i got off the bus i don't know what she looks like i'm never gonna see her again why would i need to avoid her maybe i had to kind of walk On the other side of the road. I I didn't even want to get close to it. I was like, oh, this ankle bracelet is... It's toxic. It's like... Bolts of lightning. Sparks of... You know, of light and... Electricity. It's like, stay away from me. Eh, Yeah. Sounds like like an exaggeration, but... Yeah, that's why I felt. Speaking of... uh, Ankle bracelets. You know, uh... If you go on, you know, Instagram or TikTok or any of these, uh, terrible, terrible, my numbing platforms, um, which I use all the time, ironically, um, you see these ads for giant croissants, you know, these this croissants are as big as, you know, the Eiffel Tower, they're so freaking big. And you know you have <laughs> it's just, it's actually quite ridiculous. you have these petite ladies with the head nicely done, you know the the face caked in makeup you know they 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 look very attractive you know the minus the makeup <laughs> i'm kidding uh nice you know they look very presentable. You know, the out for a girl's brunch or I don't know, whatever. And then the waiter, waitress brings out a giant croissant. A giant croissant. And, you know, they kind of take a selfie with the croissant and they dip it in that hot chocolate and they bite into the smallest part of the croissant that sits that's as big as a regular croissant and you're going to yourself what what are you trying to tell me i don't understand what's going on here this is the weirdest spectacle i've seen in a long time i think that's a different kind of uh atrocious customer service objectively speaking i, I think if you Bring out a giant croissant. I think you're trying to tell me that I'm a, I'm just a pig. I'm a gluten, and you sized me up. <laughs> you sized me up and gone, this guy needs a giant croissant because it's just a gluten. Well, yeah, it's just the contrast in image, you know, the just the juxtaposition of the giant croissant and the petite lady her nails done, you know, and she's smiling with the croissant that's, that's as big as her. It's like you're not gonna eat all of it. You know, you're gonna that's that's a meal for about at least five people, you know? What what are you trying to <laughs> I don't get it. Wait, this is what I'm trying to say. I don't I don't get it. I don't get a lot of things but I don't get that. You know, are we supposed to be enamored by the giant croissant? You know, what's wrong with a regular croissant? What's wrong with a regular croissant? I don't get it. You know, you eat it. It's breakfast. You get two, three bites. Maybe four. And go along your day. Why are you sat there with a croissant that's going to take you 40 days and 40 nights to eat? Um, yeah. I don't know. Life is weird. You know, so. Since I've been talking about food predominantly. And... Minus the ankle bracelet, uh, a red flag that I walk about. I don't know. This seems like a lamentation podcast where I'm just been mourning the absurdities of life. It's very, uh yeah. Anyway, I think I've said my piece. It's Sunday. It's actually Sunday. Tola, why aren't you in church? Why aren't you praying? Why aren't you doing what you should be doing for the Lord? Um, I should be in church actually, but I can't find a good one. <laughs> and, and that's a complicated topic, you know. Um, what's, what's a good church? Well, that's subjective, at least up to a point. I'm not gonna get into that. I think I'm gonna keep a look at I love going to church. I like going to a good church. I like I like like going to good churches. Um I don't <clears throat> I don't necessarily participate too much. I love the bill I love what's wrong with me? My throat is all weird. One second. Gonna drink some aqua. right i think when you talk for a lot your mouth is kind of your mouth dries up and it's it's just a way of saying shut up you've been talking for too long nature has its ways um what was i saying i love going to church i love i don't participate necessarily although i have done so in my in my previous church in our previous church um It was a very nice church. I mean, the kids were annoying because you never could hear the sermon. And for some reason, they never moved the kids out of the main church. So you heard, you know, toys clanging in the background while the the priest is trying to say something profound. You know, you hear, you know, a, a nice noisy rhyme going on behind it. I don't know what that indicates, but (laughs) <laughs> it's not a good. It's it's not a good uh it's not a good experience necessarily, but I genuinely enjoyed going to that church. Um minus the the distractions. Generally speaking, I enjoy going to church just because there's a it feeds me spiritually. Not necessarily what's been said or how it's been said, it's more of the environment, you know, you know, we have a lot of cathedrals up um, in the UK and, you know, all you have to really do, or, you know, let's say, let's, let's talk about this, right, so, across Europe, incredible, incredible cathedrals, oh, you go in there, it's full of art, it's full of, uh, you know, um, stainless windows, you know, High up, elevated. It's really beautiful. In a, spirit, in a deep spiritual way. So you kind of just all, all you really need to do is sit there and take it all in, you know. And your, your mind wanders to, you know, it wanders to an elevated place where, you know, TikTok doesn't exist. You know, Facebook has been abolished. You know, that no giant croissants. You know, you're not necessarily praying, but you are in a place of solemn reflection. You know, you have candles burning, you know. Fire hazard, hey. Kidding. Um so yeah, I love going to church because I like the experience of sitting there and being able to comp- contemplate in a, in a place designed for deep prayer and contempl- contemplation. I think even if you're an atheist, which again, I... I <laughs> if you're an atheist, congratulations, you're an idiot. But... <laughs> I think a- even atheists appreciate the power of nature. It's, it's, I think they especially do. They worship nature to some degree. It's like, oh, I feel a deep buzz in my mind it's like okay fantastic um when i see a tree or a leaf it's like i don't know what you're talking about but you probably feel the same thing if you go into a church right so i think even atheists would walk into a cathedral and sit there quietly for at least two minutes before they try to burn the cathedral down (laughs) stupid Um, I don't know, that's why, that's my perception of the atheists, they like to burn churches down. Metaphorically, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm gonna endeavor to find a church that I can go to that doesn't freak me out. Um, it's getting increasingly harder to find anything of intrinsic worth and sanity in this world, so I'm... But I haven't lost hope. There's something out there. Hey. It's a, that should be a song. That should be a poem. That should be a poem on the Portrait Boys podcast. Alright Okay, so I'm gonna write a poem. I wasn't gonna do this. This this was kinda of like a spontaneous thing. Let's let's see what I can write. I'm gonna write it and read it out loud as I'm writing it. Right, so I'm gonna call it solemn, solemn reflection. Hmm. It's very, very apt for a Sunday morning. Right, so let's see. What can we write? By the way, I still haven't written anything for the last for the past week. Um, I've been doing more drawings and, uh. Comedy writing, more so than anything else. <clears throat> Comedy writing in the sense of illustration. So I'll try to I'll try. try to put together a concept in my mind that that I find absurd. That I find funny, to some degree, or at least observably absurd. Observably absurd, and I try to illustrate that in an easy way that communicates the message, simply. Alright. That's what I've been doing this past week, apart from, obviously, working and, you know, twerking. Yes! Okay, so, solemn reflection. Let me... (laughs) This is gonna be really bad, I think. Because I haven't written for a while, and i found that if I don't write a poem, or I don't write on a frequent basis, I almost... Have to kind of learn again up to a point, right? I think I can still put the words together, but in terms of putting something together that's not a mishmash of ideas, it's probably quite hard. So let's try to do this. So it's called Solemn Reflection. Uh, I went into a church candles lit and windows, windows ajar, my hands were clasped and my thoughts lingered afar, afar ajar, nice. Uh, my sins wore heavy on my soul, so I fell to my knees at the wash bowl. Lord, my failings, failings, yes, are taking its toll, toll, how do you spell toll, T-O-L, T-O-L, yeah, let me know how to redeem my soul. Okay, I'll stop there. So, <clears throat> I went into a church, candles lit and windows ajar. Ajar. My hands were clasped and my thoughts lingered afar. Uh, why am I doing that? Stupid. My sins were heavy on my soul. Why, Tola? Why? What have you done? <laughs> so I fell to my knees at the washball. What's a washball? In a church? I'm thinking of, you know, the baptism ball. What's a washball? Lord, my failings are taking its toll. Tola, what have you been doing? Sounds very deep. Let me know how to redeem my soul. Okay. What do you want for 15 quid? Just kidding. Um, I think I'm going to sign off. Uh, It's important for me to evaluate further the role of writing poetry. I think like i said last week probably it's good for the mind to stay sharp you know you're conjuring up ideas etc so maybe it's just a phase i think it's a phase you know if you've done something for so long you want to just be able to step back and um think about its utility to be honest so um yeah, I'm not too worried about that. But generally speaking, the most important thing is that I am not made to eat a giant croissant. That's, I mean, that's all I care about. Don't, don't put me in a dress, makeup, and make me eat a giant croissant. There's no need for it. Okay, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'm not eating a giant croissant. That's bigger than my freaking head. It's not necessary. For anyone. Not just me. I think giant croissants should be a bot. <laughs> stupid. Alright. Thank you for listening. Um, What's happening next week? Yeah, I don't know. But I'll probably I'll probably catch you then. Um, this, I think next week is going to be the 20th episode. Hmm. Interesting. We should throw a party. Yeah. All right. Catch you later. Peace.